Alright, we are going again. Uh, let's just jump right into it. I'm Richard. I'm Adonis. And I'm Andrew. Uh, yeah, jo- uh, join special guest again. Uh, and today we are jumping right back into uh, uh, Pixar vs. Ghibli. Uh, we're doing round two, the real first round. Uh, <laughs> the first round was basically just plans, so... This uh, this round has a lot more people or people a lot more movies. Uh, There's a bigger list and um, also a harder probably gonna be a harder list. Um, so we don't know how how far we'll go. We'll just feel it out. Um, but so without further ado, let's just start off with an easy one. Um, Spirited Away versus My Neighbors the Yamadas. Oh, easy like. Hands down, Spirited Away. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so Spirited Away was one I really wanted to rewatch before, because uh, I have seen it, and I thought it was brilliant. I could not appreciate it when I first watched it. I really want to watch it again, mm-hmm. uh, but because I don't remember a lot about it, because I've only seen it the one, but uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't, like, I don't think it, from what I remember, it can even come close to like the Yamadas can come close to beating it so yeah I remember I was telling Andrew this is the first uh Ghibli movie I've actually ever seen and I saw it in theaters uh I never seen one in theaters I loved oh it was such an experience I was like super young but like I still loved it I fell in love with this movie uh it's my mom's favorite movie too um and I've seen it I've seen it a handful of times after that and I'm always just blown away by how beautiful it looks like the animation is just and that's not to say, like, every one of these movies has incredible animation. Like, Ghibli really has it down pat. But this one, just, like, the fluidity of it all and, like, the sequencing, it's uh, it's it's such an amazing movie. Uh, so, like, I yeah, this one's a winner for me. Yeah. Uh, you got anything to Yeah, I never saw the Yamadas, but Spirited Away is, you know, always a great movie. So, yeah. I think that's, yeah, like you guys said, pretty, pretty easy. <laughs> all right. There we go. So, the first one was... Uh... Thank God, an easy one. <laughs> All right, let's go something a bit more challenging. Up, <coughs> up versus the wind rises. Man, oh, uh, after seeing the wind rises, um, and obviously seeing these feel uh, like very similar similar movies. Yeah, actually, I was gonna in say some, in some way. Uh, they're also really good at making me kind of not want to watch them again because I just don't really feel like crying tonight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, they're both uh, emotional, mm-hmm. um, have, you know, aspirations of uh, aviation in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a love interest that they can't... Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot to unpack and the wind rises when it comes to the love interest in that one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that going on there, and uh, <clears throat> man, yeah, no, this one, this one will fucking hit you right in the gut. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I could be talking about both movies honestly at this point. I <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah, um, up. I did. Did I see this one in theaters? No, I saw. I didn't see this one in theaters, but up is uh, super good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, just about a guy loses his wife. You know, comes an old great grumpy dude. Right. Just decides to take off with all his take his you know take his house and with a bunch of balloons take off. Yeah, his and, entire house. You know, and it 
it works. Kidnaps a child. Yeah, <laughs> he also kidnaps a child, you know. Unintentional, uh, but still. Uh, yeah. And then The Wind Rises is about a man who really wants to fly airplanes, but just can't because of his vision. Right. And so decides to just make brilliant airplanes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they use his vision. And it's all about, the, the movie's all about um, how they used his vision to make uh war machines and stuff like that you yeah. know and it's just it, it's there's a lot to unpack in the wind rises there's just so i saw i think we've talked about this before um but i saw a lot of like because this is me this was miyazaki's self laugh uh, last movie um he is coming out with a new movie um it will be probably a long time before it come it comes out um, probably another couple of years but uh, he did say this was the, his the last movie he was gonna make, um, and that was true back in twenty thirteen. And I saw a lot of a lot of his, the idea of him. This was his last movie. I saw a lot of that in this, yeah. like he pouring his um his soul into this movie. Like I saw a lot of him inside the the character. Uh, who was who's the name? A character. Uh, I don't remember the name. I'm really bad. You'll find I'm really bad with the names in a lot um, of these movies. But I found him connecting to that character a lot. Um, like he was, especially through the fantasy sequences. Uh, yeah, I think we've talked about this before, but yeah, The Wind Rises is a very uh, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. It's uh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is very difficult already. Yeah. Uh, his name was uh, G- Jiro Horikoshi. In the movie? Uh, well, he's actually a real person. Well, uh, wasn't it like... Because he's the inventor of the Zero airplanes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like they changed his name in the movie, though. They, they might have, possibly. Um, like... Like, it's still the same person, but, like, right. they changed the name because I think they changed the personal life story or whatever. I don't know. I don't know for sure. But, uh, yeah, I I, uh, I like both movies. This is not an easy pick. I don't like yeah. doing this. Um, both have a very similar message, too, about, like, not letting your very age, s- like, uh, not stop let- you from, like, accomplishing your dreams. You not know, letting so, right. uh, any sort of disability. Right. You know, whether it be age or uh, eyesight, you know. Right. I gotta say, I thought Wind Rises did a really cool thing of, you know, making it technically a war movie and when it takes place, but it's not really a war movie at all. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just the setting is mm-hmm. wartime, but it's kind of that cool sh- showing like that. you the average life during the time kind right. of thing. Right. No, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it. I don't know. There's, the one rises is uh, got a lot of culture in it, uh, a yeah. lot of soul in it, and the up has a lot of charm and a lot of heart in it. And God, this is not an easy one. <laughs> I don't know how to pick between the two. Like, I think I've seen up way more times, um, but it's at the same time it's been a, a t- while since I've seen it. Um, it's been like five, six, seven years. Man, yeah. I know I've seen up more than The Wind Rises, but... You know, this is not easy. They're just... they're Yeah, before even like looking at this bracket, I didn't realize how similar these movies are. And they definitely... 
I mean, they're neck and neck with like how they display their message and how strong they are. Even the like down to are. like the like aviation stuff. Like, yeah, right. it's, it's just kind of eerily similar. Uh, yeah, this could be a double feature right here. Yeah, uh, up in the wind races. Yeah, no, always try. Uh, I was trying to find the best double feature. Um, I'd watch The Wind Rises first, then up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. This is not... I I guess... Um, I don't know. What, what would you pick? Yeah. Uh, it's definitely The Wind Rises for me. Yeah. yeah. I You know, it's got the great story and everything, as well as the historical accuracy, as well as seeing, you know, parts of... Japanese history that, at least in Western culture, we don't really see. That's true. And so it, it's it's an overall package for me, at least. It was a very... There wasn't a lot about it that was glorified, like, or westernized culture in the movie. Like, it was Not very all, much yeah. about Japanese culture, and it still did well overseas, so that's a very good point to bring up. Um, I think, I, yeah, I think I'm... Um, I'm cool with that. With the one rise is going. Yeah, I was gonna pick up, but <laughs> I think you, I think you kind of <laughs> almost changed my mind with like how, like, yeah, no, I think you're right. There's just there's a bit more um, uh, importance. Uh, no, uh, there's a bit more uh, relevance to the wind rises, and uh, I think just because of the how real it is, I think that I, I think uh, pushes it over the edge. I think mm. you're right. I think that's a good decision, and I think we're right. So yeah, I think the the one rises goes goes up, beats up. All right, um, Inside Out versus Arietti. Uh, this one's not too hard. This for one, me. Uh, yeah, Arietti is. Uh, we talked about it last episode. Um, it's great. A lot of attention to detail. Inside Out, though. Yeah, uh, it, this was and and was this was Pixar coming back to its game. You know, yeah. the, there was a big long streak of nothingness in in Pixar's. Oh yeah, this was this was the. Uh, this was one everyone was like Pixar's back. You right. know, and I was like, okay. Was this right. their first original idea in a while? Because what did twenty fourteen have? Twenty fourteen had Because uh, inside that was twenty fifteen, right? Or was it twenty sixteen? Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. I don't know the year in order that it came out but i think 2014 was like cars 2 or something or because 2010 was toy story 3 and 2011 was brave i'm completely throwing these numbers out hoping that i'm right i actually they they sound just about right sound accurate um but i don't know if i'm accurate about 2014 but (coughs) i think it well because brave was also an original idea so maybe not but this was the first time that pixar had like done a movie that was like Oh, no. Was I so wrong? It was a bad year for them. <laughs> they had, I think, one good movie, which was Big Hero 6. Oh, wow. Everything Pixar? else was... In 2014? Uh-huh. Everything else was, let's see, we had Planes, Fire, and Rescue, uh, Toy Story, That Time Forgot, and Lava. Hmm. Okay, so oh. nothing big in that year. So, yeah, this was... This kind of brought them back up because, like, this was the first time in a while that, like, Pixar had presented, like, an original idea that felt like a Pixar idea. Yeah. And, if, I mean, if, it works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I felt like, you know, Pixar loves to, pers- like, personify um, certain, you know, things, uh, yeah. toys, emotions, uh, 
cars, or cars, <laughs> yeah. bugs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know they love to do that shit, and they're really good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like their specialty. Um, and emotions is a huge project to tackle, and I think they did a brilliant job. Yeah, um, you know, picking a ten-year-old girl uh, moving across the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, think about what kind of what she's going through. Yeah, and I just like how it presents. Um, how this would happen? I, I think it's just brilliant all the way around. It's yeah. it's a super uh, clever story. Um, has that very Pixar like uh, heartstring moment? Oh yeah. Uh, so much inventiveness. Like it's how, very inventive. Yeah. yeah. Like how the emotions pl- like interact with her memories. And, uh-huh. like, how she? I lo- I love that they they showed how she acts in the main world uh-huh. where like a certain emotion is missing. Or like not up at the, or like is up at the computer, uh, and I love the I love the message that like none of these emotions are bad. I'm glad they didn't have like a villain, like yes. an evil emotion or something. Uh-huh. I'm glad they just said, hey, like it's okay to have every one of these emotions. You just kind of kind of yeah level out. Like, I read that they were deciding between this many emotions versus like two hundred. You know, right? And like they were like trying to figure this out, like. They had so many different ideas, and then they eventually just settled with, like, five or six, right? It was five. 200. Um, that would have been... <laughs> yeah, they were, like, they were probably going to focus on just the five, but yeah. I, I don't know. It would, I would have been crazy, like, it, it's just a... Yeah, it seemed like when they put that out there, it just kind of, like, it was an idea that they just kept running with, and it was, mm-hmm. there was so much to unpack, and they really do a great job. I love the little section where they go through, uh... They go through a section where, like, they, like, become different, like, they go through different dimensions almost, like, like they, because it, it's going through different areas of the brain, mm-hmm. so it's interpreting uh, things like it would a child would or something, like, do you remember this this part? Yeah. They become all blocky in some, in some ways. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually, and it's very, like, in a very inventive way to talk about um, whatever that was talking about. I honestly don't remember. I'm sorry, but I should know that. But something to do with the psyche of the mind. Yeah, you watch it; the movie will fucking explain it. It's because yeah. it, it literally holds your hand and tells you how it works. And uh, I mean, it's yeah, um, yeah. I don't think this is a hard one. Inside Out uh, wins, unfortunately. Uh, has gone. Yeah. Uh, you had a good run, Ariadne. Uh, made it to the next round. So you made it to the real round. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, did you did you have one to have anything? No, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with you guys that, you know, the emotion being shown that way, I mean, that's the most accurate depiction I think I've seen of depression in oh, just yeah. about any, especially children's film ever. Uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> it very much does. And I loved how it said, like, because uh, it, it, the whole movie, it feels like she's trying to ignore her sadness and... When it finally comes to the point it does, you know, it, it kind of, there's a message that, you know, you can't have happiness without sadness. Mm-hmm. And there it's a yin-yang relationship almost. And it, it's, it's not all that balance. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, it's like, you know... Sorry, I just heard the, the Roomba just losing its mind for a second. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm... Yeah, I love a lot of what this movie has to offer, and yeah, there's... Alright, moving on. <clears throat> the Tale of Princess Kaguya versus The Incredibles 2. Uh, 
God, have you seen this yet? Kaguya? Kaguya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> do, you have, do you not... Under, do you see why I hate this movie? Yeah, dude. I... I'll admit, when you told me, I was like, okay, well, how how bad could it be, right? Like, right. it's... I know it's gonna evoke emotion. It's a Ghibli movie. Yeah. So... It... You... I, I was severely under, yeah. <laughs> underprepared dude, for that, I, dude. Yeah, it is... It is... The most... I, I don't, don't even know the word for it. It is so cruel. It is the most cruel thing I've ever seen in a child's film. I've yeah, ever dude. seen. It is, I've never ever seen ever. Like, it is the most inventive way to be cruel to a character. I, <laughs> yeah. I just... I, I don't know how to explain this without spoiling it. it. Because the movie's really not about that until the end. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie has a lot to talk about way before. There's an hour and a half where they're just... She's just living her life, honestly. In the last 30 minutes, all of it comes to an end. Uh, you know, uh, and it... It's awful. I I hate it. And it's fucking amazing, too. It, yeah. it is... It's one of the longer ones. But it is a very unique art style for Ghibli. Um, and, yeah, I... I I hate it though. It, it's so it's so not fair. It's the most unfair movie I've ever I've ever seen. Right. Um, I mean, I've seen I've seen the pianist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh God. No, that's not that's not funny. But uh, uh, I don't know. It's not it's not a fun. But but The Incredibles two is great. <laughs> Incredibles two is fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to, you compare these movies. They're like the complete opposite. Yeah, they're of so you. different from each other. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, have I mean, you seen Kaguya? I haven't seen this one. Uh, no. God, dude, it's... I don't want to ruin it for you like, while you're here, so we won't talk about the ending. But <laughs> I just say my vote's probably going to be for Kaguya, especially because we talked about Incredibles two before, and like I said, I really enjoy it. I think it's a, a really good movie. Uh, I think I was just kind of the the hype didn't live up for me. Yeah, I think Kaguya has bigger uh, things to say. Mm-hmm. Is more ambitious. Um, I think Incredibles two. I think that villain. I think kind of is really not doing it for me. Yeah, and I think that might be why it's put not winning it over um, Kaguya for me. Because there is no villain in Kaguya. I mean, there's villains, but like. It's just obstacles she has to get around, basically, right? Yeah. Um, and it's fun watching her do that. Uh, and Incredibles 2, incredibly inventive. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, and a lot to love. Um, yeah, I don't think it beats out Kaguya for what Kaguya has to offer. You know, I think there's just something more rewarding and... Well, maybe not even rewarding. I don't know what the word is, but Kaguya has a lot more depth to it. Mm. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna put. Yeah, no, Kaguya. I agree. I agree. I, I'll put Kaguya. I think Kaguya is our winner for this one. <clears throat> All right, Incredibles two. I thought you were gonna get a little bit far, father, father, father. <laughs> my my speaking voice, man. Anyways. Toy Story versus Pom Poco. This is not easy. <laughs> this is not going to be a hard one. Um, Toy Story, the first Pixar movie. Yeah. Um, started it all. Yeah, dude. 
This is, uh, what a story. Uh, I, what a hit, right? Yeah. I mean, brilliant. Let's, the start of Pixar, like, I don't know how, how else to explain how important this movie is. Right. And to, I mean, to and a you, lot of people's childhood. Yeah. And you go uh, back and you watch it and you realize it's like, not just like the movie that started it. It's also like a really good movie. Like it's yeah. one of the best movies they've made. Yeah. It, it feels almost Shakespearean. Yeah. It's so weird to say that, but there are times where it feels like it doesn't have the Shakespeare language, obviously, but it has like the the grand over overture of like a complicated Shakespeare plot. I can I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if that's. Act, I don't know. I don't know. I. It's got like. There's probably an argument to be made there, but I don't know how. I, but I don't know. It's got the elements for sure. Like the, it is very grandiose and. and it's... I mean, it's a Toy Story. Like it's, they're taking the like, dynamic so between small. the two, and you know, how, what they do, how you know what they have to do to overcome each other's differences, you know, mm-hmm. and how they become better people because of it. And it's just, it is. It's a great movie, and it it was a lot. I'm sure at the time it was the most inventive thing people had seen in a long time. Oh yeah, and I'm sure. I mean, it blew people away. Yeah, I mean the CG itself. Definitely blew minds when it I, came out. I wish I would I would kill to see it, you know, at this age. If I could go back in time and just like experience people's like yeah. awe at it, you know. And, uh, and then tell them like if you only knew like twenty years from now, then make right. a fourth one and the water looks so real. Like right. <clears throat> and they're like, they... What? They made four toy stories? <laughs> <laughs> what if they what if they did what they're doing with like video games now where they're doing like the huge graphic overhaul remasters what if they just decided to do that with old cg movies i and that would be like, interesting that would be like seeing toy story with toy story 4 uh cg the, yeah it's, i love the meme that goes around about the glow up for uh um uh what's the woody's love interest uh oh, bo peep bo peep yeah her yeah. glow up oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude i love watching like from <laughs> the first one to the fourth one it's like amazing it's incredible yeah the fact yeah. that they made it look so much like real ceramic it's so insane. it's ridiculous i i watched that and it's just eye candy it's just yeah, eye dude. candy to watch and see how fucking beautiful it is yeah um <clears throat> yeah pompoco um equally fun inventive movie yeah. um if not even a bit more inventive uh after a while toy story becomes a little stale in its idea mm-hmm. maybe it's yeah once you get the idea once you get the gist of what the idea is there's not much like uh, extra it, magic or wonder <laughs> there even though they yeah. do a lot with it like if, yeah it. exactly they do they have a lot to play with huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and a toy story but <laughs> but <laughs> sorry <laughs> kill myself with my own joke um uh, but, yeah, I, there's a lot to play with, and uh, that's, I mean, they made four movies out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, and each one ca- kind of tackles a different theme about, uh, I don't even know 
about friendships and stuff and like and they're each a layer deeper than the last you know yeah. about their friend the level of friendship and what it means to other people and right and like purpose in the world and stuff. exactly like yeah. there's always like they just kind of hit a newer depth each time um that you didn't think was there to begin with and it's right I, i'll be honest when they announced the fourth movie i was not interested yeah i yeah. was just like oh god yeah. whatever right. and then it came out and i was and i was like okay i'll go watch it It'll, i'll go watch it you mm-hmm. know cause whatever and then i was like okay okay it's it's good fine <laughs> yeah it's, it's good i mean three left it off on such a good note you know like that felt like an ending so when four was announced i was like okay now they're just now they're doing this for the money like yeah this is just a cash cow and, it, and you know what it is yeah We're it's not, definitely... we shouldn't lie man right like but but it's at least they're still at least there's still quality content. Right. Yeah. At least they're still caring about it, even <laughs> if it is just for a paycheck. But like, at least there's, at least the team is still like excited to make these movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Toy Story Five will be the, if there's a Toy Story Five, if it'll be the same way. But I want an Incredibles three. I do too. I, I want... think that's a franchise that can that can go just as long. Yeah. Um. I would like a Monsters Inc. too because I want to see that world after. Well. I would like to see, like, I, I, I want to see, like, them interact with the human world some more. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to see, like, I, mean, I don't know. I'd like more, uh, I'd like more Onward, but I just don't know if any story after this one would be yeah, very right. good. If know? they did, it probably wouldn't, shouldn't be with the same characters. No, you'd have to go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, Toy Story and Pompoko, um... How do we pick between these two? Uh, I think, I think I'm gonna go Toy Story. I think Toy yeah. Story is just so important to, to, film history at this point. Yeah, I uh, agree. You know, it 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 pushed the the limits to for CGI, and it's been doing it ever since. And you know, uh, technology has been created because of this company. Yeah, and you know, uh, digital animation has gotten better over the years because of it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't think Pom Poco did anything nearly as groundbreaking uh, as that. It was just. It's just a super good movie. Mm-hmm. Um. But. Yeah. No. I. I just. Yeah. So yeah, I think. Uh, I. Toy Story goes on. And it will face off against the winner of Ponyo and Toy Story Four. Oh wow. Um, Speaking of Toy Story 4. Um, yeah. So, Ponyo, another movie we were talking about earlier, and I was, yeah. I was saying I was going to mention it a little bit more. I I don't hate this movie. I, I, I like it. I think it's a very cute movie, but it's, it's honestly, I think, on the weaker side because it's, it's very... It's the one that feels the most influenced by Disney, like, by far. Like, it's the one that feels like they did it hand-in-hand with Walt Disney Studios rather than just, like, taking uh, Miyazaki's uh, idea and, like, dubbing it for the West. Um, And that's not necessarily to say that that's inherently a bad thing, but at the same time, it follows a lot of Disney movie beats that I've seen before. Um, It's very heavily Little Mermaid uh, in a lot of parts. Uh, And so, like... It, it's it kind of bogs down the story for me so i i don't know there's nothing i hate about the movie but like it's just a very typical movie for me so when i saw it uh when it came out i just kind of i was like 
Okay, I liked it. It was it was beautiful. It was what I expected from a Miyazaki film, uh, and I enjoyed the story. But there wasn't really much for me to take away with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my thing with Ponyo. Yeah. Um, no, I I had seen Ponyo when it first came out. I recently rewatched it because I couldn't remember a thing about it. <laughs> um, I will say the Disney cast brilliant. I love oh, yeah. Liam Neeson as the father of oh, yeah. this of Ponyo. Um, Tina Fey steals the show as the mother. Oh yeah, I she is the she's so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, I love it when she's having the argument with the father over the light with the light thing. Yeah, she's tapping it so yet. fucking fast, <laughs> like like the kids like ta, 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 I ta, I can do it right, and she's like move, you know like, <laughs> and it's I love it, and yeah. you know it's um it's super fun, um I love the water. Um, in this movie, <laughs> that's funny. I was talking about how I love the water in Toy Story Four. Yeah. Um, but I love the you know how it plays a a big plot part of the plot in the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I love how it interacts with everything. I love I love the scene when she's running on it. You yeah. know, I I love the tsunami scene like when oh, she's yeah. in the car. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like <laughs> Donna's like she's not gonna do that, right? And I was like, oh my god, Donna, you. You have no idea what's going to happen to you. <laughs> you know what kind of movie you're watching right now, Donna. <laughs> she's like, oh my god, she's a bad mother. And I'm like, Donna, she's been... This is just the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I, I'm not going to lie. The, the mother is like my favorite part of that movie. She's, she's just... She's ridiculous. She's super funny. Tina Fey steals the show for me. Oh, yeah. Um, I, This is a hard pick for me. Uh, I did not have the same issues with Ponyu that you, you were talking about. Yeah. I thought it was. I think it's. I think it's almost brilliant. Um, it's a bit. It, I say almost brilliant. It's brilliant. It really is. Um, it's the animation's all there. Uh, it's beautiful. I mean, what what else can you say? It's a Ghibli movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a Miyazaki movie. Um, like it's colorful as hell. Um, yeah, I I don't know what else I can say about this. Uh, I really like it. Um, I probably... I think I like it a bit more than Toy Story 4. Yeah? Um, yeah, I would say that. I don't know. You got you got something to say? You know, I... Uh, I agree that it is, it's a great-looking movie, but, I, you know, I agree with Adonis here. It's uh, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's Disney. It's got all the Disney tells and everything. Um... It, which kind of hurt me a little bit just growing up watching Ghibli. But, you know, on the flip side, seeing Toy Story growing into what it is just completely on its own was amazing. And, you know, we talked about on the first one how they completely changed the game with uh, their animation. They did it again with 4 with how they animated fur, with how they brought in ray tracing to make the lighting look so amazing. And that's something that I see just taking off in the industry after this movie. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And the story writing, of course, was just so amazing. I I got one for Ponyo. We got one for Toy Story 4. You're in the tiebreaker. Man. I think I think I know what you're going to say, too. I, I think I'm going to have to say Toy Story 4. Damn. Yeah. Ponyo getting short-shafted. And none, <laughs> none, of, none of what I said is to say that Ponyo is a bad movie. Oh, like, I want to point that out. Like, that, it's it's a great movie. Is it... Wait, so you keep saying it's a Disney... Is it, like, Disney produced or something? 
Uh, it was the first, I don't want to say it was the first one, but it was one that they definitely heavily... I want to say it was co-produced. Yeah, like it was... I, okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was, I thought they all, they did their own movies. It was, well, they when they brought this one over, uh, I think it was released around the same time as, like, the sub and dub were released, like, hand in hand. Uh, the American cast is, like, almost entirely, like, like, the kids are, like, Disney Channel stars. Yeah. Uh, and like they had Miley Cyrus and the Jonas Brothers like right. They had music Noah Cyrus for it. as the kid. In yeah, the, in Noah the Cyrus was uh, was Ponyo and like the one of the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, like the uh, youngest Jonas was like the, the bonus kid. Jonas. Bonus Jonas, yeah. And then they had like Hannah Montana. <laughs> I only know that because of and Donna. <laughs> I only know that because of Donna. Yeah, like because the the credits are playing and she goes, "Oh look, it's this Jonas," and I'm like, and she's like. Fun fact, they call him the Bonus Jonas because he wasn't in the, the, the Bonus Brothers. Brand. I'm sure he loves that, that title. <laughs> I'm sure he gets that to this day and just like, all right. All right, well, oh man, heartbreaker for me. Toy Story 4 going on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with the... the um, no, I agree with you. Uh, the, uh, the technology is amazing. This is going to make round three uh, when we get to that matchup. Because <laughs> uh, so that's Toy Story one through Toy Story four, and that's gonna be a little difficult. Yeah. Oh yeah. How do we? How do you the judge that? And the end how of that you, franchise, right? Um, ooh, one of my favorite favorites on this list: Nausicaa, of the Valley of the Wind. Oh hell yeah. Um, versus Finding Dory. This isn't gonna be hard at all. Yeah, no. Um, Nausicaa, of the Valley of the Wind is one of the best movies ever made, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, it's it's solid all the way through. It it picks up and it never slows down. Um, has a great cast. Shia, La- early Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah, that's um, right. You know, yeah. I I really can't say enough great things about this. Um, it's it was Ghibli before Ghibli was a thing. Uh, it it's is. Miyazaki as fuck. Um, it has a great uh, message about you know being one with the earth and you know industrialism like we've talked about how there's a little... it's a very common theme in Miyazaki yeah. films yeah I mean it was that was present in Ponyo too yeah um you know the the father hates all the filthy humans you know yeah. he's like you know all that shit <clears throat> it's gorgeous too no like, it's like for um what is it an 83 movie it's 86, old 86 I wanna say uh, 84 84 for such an old movie, and like the 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 tactics they use uh, still live up today. Yeah, like, I don't know about much about the making of these movies, but you could I'm just. Sure. I mean, I'm not I'm not like an expert on how Miyazaki or how Ghibli do these movies, but just like you could you could watch this movie today for the first time, never seeing it, and it it doesn't feel like an '80s anime. Like uh-huh. it's. See, I slightly disagree with that. I think, yeah. like, with the music and some of the, like, slow animations to it and everything, it definitely had an 80s feel to it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's a great movie, and I still think it holds up, but yeah. it's got its things that dated, I think. Oh, yeah, it's definitely it's it's definitely got some dated aspects to it, but it's just, like, like for its time, it was probably like oh, it, it was definitely one of the best things. Oh, by far, yeah. You could go out and see, and it's cool just to see where Miyazaki started from. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel kind of bad. We didn't talk much about Finding Dory last one because it was up against Ocean Waves and <laughs> it wasn't hard at all. Yeah. Uh, now the tables have turned. Yeah. No, I, I, I like Finding Dory enough. Yeah. Um, it like I said, it holds a special place in my heart because uh. 
you know, because it's one of the first movies I saw with Donna. Mm-hmm. I love I love how they uh they they kept Marlon and Nemo in the movie, but didn't make it about them. Yeah, like it was still about Dory. It well they had their own story right between yeah. them. It, it never it, distracted so hard. Yeah, I, I love the scenes with the uh, with the oyster, in the uh, when they get stuck in, in the little aquarium with them. Yeah. That whole that actually that whole scene uh, at the aquarium when they're trying to get to Dory, and they're it's, I love yeah. Becky, dude. Yeah. I love Becky. Becky, Becky, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I love Marlon so desperately trying to call <laughs> Becky. It's it's one of the most underrated parts of that movie. Oh, yeah. So and the desperate. seals. Oh my god, the he's seals. so desperate for him, for Becky. <laughs> And the seals are great. Idris Elba is ridiculous. <laughs> um, speaking of Finding Dory, uh, let's talk about its predecessor, Finding Nemo. Up against oh. Kiki's Delivery Service. <laughs> oh, God. These are both my childhood and my hands right <laughs> yeah, here. Dude. That's not fair. This one's easy for me. Well, That's a tough one. This one's easy Do you wanna... for Kiki for me, man. Yeah. It's just, it, it's a nice, simple, but just so wholesome of a story and oh this isn't fair i keep thinking about this and i don't know what to pick i'm actually panicking oh my god yeah i mean what the hell so yeah find uh, let's talk about finding nemo a little bit uh yeah finding nemo or yeah th- talk about childhood i i've seen this movie four or five thousand times like, yeah. like it's ridiculous how many times i've seen this movie um, and, you know, I stopped watching, like, them over and over again. I stopped watching movies over and over again, uh, four or five years back. I just, like, because that was a normal thing for me. I just, like, have something on in the background. It was something I'd seen a dozen, thousand times. Mm-hmm. But, re- more, I was just, like, obsessed with trying to watch every single movie. So, I've been just on a tear of, like, if I... If, if I see a movie, it better be a movie I haven't seen before. Yeah. You know? You know, because I just want to expand my... I want to see every movie. I want to see more movies I think I should see anyways. Um, but, so, Disney Plus comes, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to rewatch all these movies. Mm-hmm. And so, I put Finding Nemo on, and, like, I cried. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. I've seen this, like, a, a dozens and <laughs> dozens of times. And the end is so powerful. Yeah. The end is so... Uh, talk about... There's a power there that many that not a lot of movies ever get. Um, Pixar is really good at hitting that those power points, and I don't think there's really any other movies that that hit those point. That yeah. Hit a movie that hit a point like that. No, I agree. <clears throat> God, yeah, this is tough. Like I've seen both of these movies more than a handful of times, and both of these movies are connected to my childhood. Oh my god, this it's, is not fair. Cause like, Kiki's, yeah, no. I've seen Kiki so many times. Uh, I love every ounce of that movie. Yeah. It is. <laughs> like, if Finding Nemo has, like... If Finding, Nemo, if Finding Nemo, like, basically encapsulates everything you'd expect from, like, Pixar, which I think it does, uh, I think it has, like, the sense of adventure, the heartfelt message, the powerful ending just emotion-evoking scene after emotion-evoking scene. But then I think Kiki's Delivery Service has, like, what you would expect from a Miyazaki film or, like, a Ghibli film. And it makes it even harder because they're both 
also super watchable. They're both perfect versions of themselves. Like, right. I mean, they're yeah. like, they're just like, I, this is really tough for me. Um, because these are both my childhood, like in my hand right here. And some of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Uh, uh, I gotta have to think about this for a second. Um, Ultimately, what do I come down to? What would I rather watch first? Yeah, I was thinking about that and like impact. Because I, when I think about, think about this, I can think of every shot in in Kiki's Delivery Service because it's so ingrained in me. And I just right. think, but I think about Finding Nemo, and I think about how colorful it is, and right. how like bright certain things are against. I love how the deep, the blue is so deep, and like I love Marlin and. Uh, juxtaposed against Marlon how small he is and just yeah. it's just I love the imagery and Finding Nemo and but Kiki's Delivery Service has like so many panels I love it when she's pulling the shit up the door the, yeah, yeah, yeah. right and she's like struggling and but she's like doing her job so you can tell she's like determined right yeah. and she's like excited and um there's just a sense of delight there that I isn't really it can't really be beaten right. um this is really tough. I've said it five times now. <laughs> and I mean, Kiki's definitely beats it in terms of... I mean, uh, the music in Finding Nemo is fine, but I, I think it's like... A, yeah. No, pretty I much could... the same basic like track throughout the movie. Yeah. Uh, it has a a, a unique kind of like... It kind of tries to mimic something like underwater. Yeah. Which uh, I, I like that. That was a cool aspect. But, but Kiki's I, Delivery Service has I, a much better soundtrack. I think, yeah, it has a just iconic soundtrack. Just, yeah amazing soundtrack and i don't really think as amazing as good as the soundtrack is in nemo i don't think it really compares yeah uh i think by far the animation in something like kiki is gonna hold up way better as well though yeah oh yeah that's true because i mean the animation of finding nemo is is impressive but like you can it's definitely dated like it's one of those that it's impressive for its time kind of things yeah um man I keep lean, I'm I'm leaning Tarkiki. Yeah, I think I am too. Ah, uh, man, that's not fair though, because <laughs> this is because Finding Nemo is really good. Um, yeah. It sucks to put it out this early because I think Finding Nemo is like one of the best movies ever. <laughs> I mean, Pixar has a lot of those, I and so does so does Ghibli. Uh, yeah, Kiki is in my top ten of. Uh, like top five movies like that's it's just i don't think i would even like because because uh spread away was the first one i saw but like kiki's delivery service i think i've seen more because it would all it would also show up on like cartoon network a lot like uh, a lot yeah. they would play that a lot and i don't think i would have continued watching ghibli movies without it all right yeah i'm feeling i'm feeling i think kiki is winning yeah. this unfortunately ah. all right sorry nemo but just, I mean, a you're a really rate. good movie, but I don't think you got much on Kiki for me. Yeah. All right. Rat Tattooie versus Princess Mononoke. See, this is a tough one because I know what the clear answer should be, right? Right. But Ratatouille is my favorite Pixar movie. Yeah. Like, hands down. I, I've seen this movie... So many times, and this I'm not is the highest rated Pixar movie. Is it actually critic wise? Wow, that's why it's got it's a number two seed. No kidding, huh? That is that is very surprising because I, I and I like I watched it. I'm like, 
I think it's because it, it it's got this this moment where it talks to the critics. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's I think I think that might be it. You're like, hey, that's that's me up there. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I even know it's not the best Pixar movie out there, but like, yeah, it it's kind of ridiculous to say that, but. Yeah. It is just so perfect for what it is. Right. It just knows exactly what it is, and it just... Yeah, it, it just does it so well. And like like I said, I can watch this movie so many times without getting tired of it, and I can quote this movie, like, the back of my hand. This uh, is one I rewatched so I can be prepared, because I, I know I had watched it, but I couldn't remember any of it. Man, and I wore the disc out for this I one. love... I love, um... What's his name? Lemmy? Re- uh, Remy. Yeah. <laughs> Lemmy. <laughs> we were talking about... Uh, Motorhead earlier. So. <laughs> uh, no, Remy. He's. Uh, I love his his little rat character. Yeah. Um, I wish I could. I had a sense of smell like he does, so I can know how to cook. Right. If that's the key, man. Yeah. Oh, also the um, because we we were talking a little bit about soundtracks with the last one. Uh, I just love the music in Ratatouille. Like. It's all French music, but like it's, yeah. it's it's nice. It's the the atmosphere. I, think, I love is what the, really... I love how it embraces how uh, over dramatic French culture can be, <laughs> yeah. and I love it just really embraces. It's funny. I think it's yeah. really funny. Uh, but then, like, I mean, Princess Mononoke, dude, is a I, technical I, achievement. Yeah, like I I know you weren't exactly sold on it like everyone else, but like. I give me a couple more watches on it. I probably will be. Yeah, I it's. I won't lie. God, it's hard because that's just. I mean, this. It's. It's a damn near perfect movie for me. Um, yeah. So it's really just. It's versus like, technical versus personal, for me with this one. Um, I I like Ratatouille. Um, I don't think it's a bad movie in any way. Um, there, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just think Mononoke is just an overall. Big, better movie. Yeah, um, and more important, there's a lot more to say in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ratatouille is important in its own right. Don't get me wrong. I think there's there's a message in there that he says anyone can cook, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a bigger message that anyone could do anything. Maybe you can't, won't be great at it, but you can do technically anything. Mm-hmm. You you might not be the best at it, but you could do anything. And that's you know that's uh, his character. You know he can't that's cook. True. You know, and anyone, and anyone, but anyone could be great. Right. Anyone. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's a really important message. Anyone can be great. It doesn't matter what or who they are or where they come from. Right. Um, and yeah, I think there's that message in there. Um, so I don't think there's, it's short on important messages. I just think it's, uh, it's just a smaller story than Mononoke. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be hard to say. Ratatouille for me is just critically better. So yeah, for me, I like I said, it's perfect for its own movie in its own right. I just I don't think I'd be comfortable saying Mononoke <laughs> is not as good as Ratatouille. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's just me. Uh, yeah. So Mononoke. Yeah, I think we gotta go with Mononoke. All right. Absolutely Mononoke. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ratatouille. I mean. Just really tough break on that one. Uh, have you seen Ratatouille? Unfortunately, yes. I did uh, not like that one. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I'm over here singing praises. He's like, no. <laughs> he's like, the whole time, he's like, oh, man. <laughs> I also went through a weird era where that kind of thing just 
didn't appeal to me, and it ha- I have not seen it since it came out, so I, I, don't, I don't have that objective look at it now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so, and my neighbor Totoro versus Toy Story 2. Oh. Um, this one won't be hard for me, but it's just because I don't have any personal connection to Totoro. Yeah, I was going to say... I, I think that's why this movie is really big amongst people. It's just there's a personal connection to it. And for me, yeah. I watched it and I was like, okay, that was fine. And See, I immediately almost forgot about it. It's yeah. It's got that memorable sequence when they're sitting in the rain. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's great. That was all great. But everything around that is hit or miss, you know? I mean, not hit or miss, but it's just like... It, it, I don't even know what that movie's about, really. Uh, like, what I don't know what the message is there, because it doesn't seem like there's a, a consequence for anything that happens, or yeah. it doesn't seem like there's any anything bad happens in the movie. There's, uh, there's theories surrounding that, and I don't really fully understand them, but I know like the biggest one is that like, Totoro is supposed to be death or something, or like connected to okay i can see that to death something like that yeah because i know like i remember reading something like the cat bus is supposed to be kind of like that transition yeah okay i can see that because there is that 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 plot with the mom right but like they make it seem like the mom's gonna be fine Mm -hmm. right by the end of the movie if i'm not mistaken right they I, I think, think it, it kind of has that thing where, like, they tell the kids so, but we all kind of know not really type situation. Okay. It's like an open-ended thing. Like, you could take I might have to that. rewatch it. Um, but for me, a Toy Story 2, I think, is going to be my pick here. Um, yeah. I'm agreeing, yeah. I, I think uh, so far all the Toy Stories have made it. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I mean, they're all funny. They're all really good in their own... <laughs> What if our last round is just <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story One the versus of Toy, the Toy Story? Stories. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, no, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Toy Story Two uh, has a uh, Fraser in it as a uh, Stinky Pete. You really are Stinky oh, Pete, aren't you? <laughs> That's right. That is Fraser. <laughs> yeah, right. It's uh, it's freaking sideshow Bob right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I, I, I love Toy. I love. What I love more about Toy Story 2 is the story that it almost was deleted. Really? There was a... Yeah, that's right. They made... I don't know exact. I think someone accidentally put a keystroke in that made the computer start to delete itself or something. Oh, shit. And so... They had, yeah, some kind of, like, system failure or something. And they, and they had, lost, like, a single They lost 90% too. of the movie. They lost all of it, basically. And they were like... Oh my god! Right, oh, but someone had taken like a copy of it to, to go home at work. But like that was super illegal to do. Yeah. Like, but he was like a head executive, so he was gonna take it home and work on it. Uh-huh. Um, but like he comes home and then the next day, and they're like, I think that's the story. He comes in the next day, and they're like, Oh, we need we lost the booby or something. And then <laughs> he's like, Oh wait, I got it. <laughs> Jeez. In the back of his head, he's like, Do I reveal? <laughs> do I just sit on this? <laughs> Jeez, I wonder where that guy is now. Yeah, no. Hopefully I'm... not in, like Disney jail or something. Disney jail. <laughs> <laughs> He's just part of the ride now. <laughs> He's just one of those figures. Uh, oh man, uh, <laughs> it's so dark. 
yeah, no, Totoro is uh, my. I, I need to watch that movie more, but I don't think it. I, 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 I pick it over Toy Story two right now. It honestly, Totoro might be a better movie than Toy Story two. Like, oh, maybe, 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 but, but I just, just I've seen it once. I've watched Toy Story two before Totoro any day. Yeah, because Totoro is like really short and sweet, and I just there wasn't a lot to watch. Yeah, I would probably watch Totoro over it, but. Just objectively, Toy Story is better. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, Toy Story Two is also a good movie. Yeah. Um, we move on to Only Yesterday versus Monsters Inc. This is not gonna be hard. Only Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you seen this? I don't think I've seen this. Only movie. Yesterday is just. Uh, it, it's a. It's a. Um, it, it. What's this word? It's a. It's a character study. Yeah. Um. She is just about a lady who, uh, she goes on this trip to the countryside, um, to, like, work, basically, uh, after getting, like, ten days off for vacation, um, cause this, I mean, it's just the type of girl she is, and, like, on the train right there, she thinks about her childhood for some reason, and for whatever reason, it sticks with her throughout the trip, right, and, God, it... One, the dialogue is awesome. It, it feels like... Oh, yeah. it. The dialogue is great. They just talk back and forth forever, and it feels like, you know, like a Western movie in some in some in in that aspect in a little ways. Um, but, uh... The way it keeps intertwining together, like her, her five-year-old self and her actual self just keep coming together and, like... Uh, like making decisions for her throughout the movie it's just it's brilliant to watch her like figure herself out as she's like because the whole reason she goes to the countryside is to like wrap her head around something right mm -hmm. and just get a peace of mind and she she figures that out by doing this um she's like thinks about her childhood at one point and it just sticks with her and it sticks with her with her the whole trip and it changes her by the end of the movie and it's like it is brilliant to watch unfold. And the end of that movie is so good. The end of the movie has a brilliant little uh, uh, musical piece that just hits you in the gut. Yeah. And it's so good. I, it's not sad in any way, but it is super... It, it makes you want to cheer, almost. Like, yeah, it, it definitely like hits you with those It emotions. makes you so happy, almost. Yeah. It, in a way that I... It, it's, it's powerful in a way that's really, really good. Uh, yeah, no the end of that movie like i was i was enjoying it throughout but that end sold it yeah. i was like damn that that was so fucking good <laughs> uh yeah uh only yesterday sorry monsters inc there's yeah. i like you but only yesterday is this might go pretty far see if it beats out any of the toy stories all right, Toy Story three versus <laughs> Howl's Moving Castle. Ooh, this is kind of difficult. Yeah. Um. I'll say I'll say this. Toy Story three is definitely my least favorite Toy Story. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, thinking about all of them, they're all all four of them are really good movies. But I think uh, this is the one I like the least. Just if I had to rank them, it would probably go. Oh, I don't want to do that right now. I don't. Do that. <laughs> I, I I put I probably put this in front of two. Yeah. I don't know. I really 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 like. It'd two. probably go one four. Three two. Yeah, probably go one, four, two, three for me. Okay. 
that's not to say that it's a bad movie. Like, this is still really hard, because it's still a really, really good movie. Um, one that I definitely appreciated more after watching it a couple more times. Uh, shit, but, I mean, House Woman Castle is also just, like... I love, um, I, I read, because like, Toy Story 3, there's a big breakout scene, mm-hmm. and they, uh, they did, like, they watched so many, like, uh, um, as, like, 60 movies about, like, escaping from, like, prisons and shit like that. Oh, you're they, talking about the scene where, like, they have, <laughs> like, they send, uh, Potato Head to, like, the, uh, the link, the, yeah. um, not the Lincoln Logs, like, yeah. the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, dude, it's, <laughs> I do like that scene. The, the whole, that whole scene is, is just really... It's kind of brilliant. <laughs> just, I love um, Spanish toy, uh, buzz. I know that's pretty polarizing for a couple of people, but I really like Spanish buzz. I thought it was funny. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it has a really, like, uh, when you're a child, man, that that scene in the garbage compactor, that'll fucking, that'll wreck your oh, shit, yeah. dude. <laughs> that'll make you a sad person. Um, and, uh yeah, because they all just accept, and you're like, "This is dark. <laughs> why? Why?" And then that stupid alien save them. Yeah, and uh, and I mean the the ending is like, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, like, that'll make you. That'll if you're made of stone if you don't feel something, <laughs> man. There. Especially growing up, like I, I don't remember how old I was when the first story. I don't think I was. <laughs> man, I, we're talking ourselves into Toy Story three. I, uh, I can feel it, man. I kind I don't know, cause like. When did Toy Story 1 came out? That was 95, right? 95 or 96? I think 96. Toy Story. 95, I'm sorry. Right. So a good three years before I was born. Nice. I, for some reason, my brain can like retain... Uh, no, I dates. wish I could do that too. Because I can do it with movies I've seen in theaters. But then I just can't remember like a character's name. And I'm like, you know... Actually, Mr. I'm not Dude. even good. I'm not good with years, but I'm good with... <laughs> I'm good at the time of year they came out. Yeah? If you tell me a movie I've seen in theaters, I can tell you what time of year it came out. Yeah? I, I always do that. Man, but but yeah, like, so 95 and, like, then Toy Story 2 came out, like, a few years later. So, like, 3 was probably... And I, I, I honestly forgot up until now, but, like, there's a huge gap between 2 and 3. Because 3 came out in 2010, and there was, like... 2000s... Was 2007, uh... Story two. 99, Jesus. 99. Yeah. So there oh, was wow, like yeah. 11 years yeah. in between the two movies. So like ha- like if you grew up when Toy Story came out and then like you saw they were making the third one. There's another nine years until they made the fourth one. That's true, yeah. yeah. But then like just seeing that scene at the end of the third one, seeing Andy grow up and like I'm sure a lot of people, and of course they did that on purpose because a lot of people watching it were at that age. Yeah. So like that's, I mean that's, God, talk about like Emotional warfare, dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> Disney playing, fucking with you. Disney knows how to hit them, man. But like, so yeah, it's, yeah, that's a tough ending scene. That, that alone makes it such a strong movie. Like, everything else does too, but like, that alone. But at the same time, I don't want to like, talk myself completely out of House Moving Castle because like, I gave it so much praise in the last round and that praise is still relevant here. I mean, like, it's, a beautiful movie. It's it is a well, visual masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well acted. I love the stuff with I love uh, the acid trip scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I mean, I I joke, but on I mean, it's seriously an acid trip. I it's, mean, how do you watch that and not say it's an acid trip? Right. But it's still awesome. Even children I love know it's it an when she trip. like she she hits the the her cane on the floor and it just all turns into fl- 
water and it's just yeah. and it's just like oh man that was kind of awesome yeah <laughs> watching uh, that movie is like watching an amusement park like right before you're very like every, all the fun and thrills of it but then it has like an incredible story us. like layered characters like we were talking about how like there's completely subverting the idea of the main character the main hero of like a fantasy being this cool comic collective guy and just giving him like like temper tantrums <laughs> the funniest <laughs> temper tantrums <laughs> So yeah, it's it's also an incredible movie in its own right, but like Damn, this is difficult. <laughs> yeah. Uh you got you got anything to say? Oh man, not not really that y'all haven't said because I mean like the biggest thing for me with these two is that like I mean Toy Story Three was I mean very emotional. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's be honest, that was very emotional. But for me the the wonder, the magic and the kinda just the whole ride that Howl's Moving Castle takes you on wins it yeah. for me, I think. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I do like the... I think I like the magic of Howl's a bit more. Yeah. I think just overall, as an experience, like a, like a, like a, a single... Li- God, I cannot speak all singular, of yeah. a singular experience. I think House Moving Castle beats it. Um, I think Toy Story. Story. Yeah, I think Toy Story Three is strong because you have the other ones around it. It's it's strong for its own reasons for sure, but I think that it definitely helps that Toy Story One and Two were out before it because a lot of it, a lot of the story plays into that legacy coming to an end. You know. Yeah. So. Man. Yeah, no, I, I'm leaning toward Howl's. Um, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, alright, Howl's it is. Moving on. Let's let's give it a let's give it the win. Man, that makes Toy Story 3 the only Toy Story yeah, movie we can turn around for. Awesome. Howl's will go on to face only yesterday. That's not going to be fun. No, jeez. The, the next round's going to suck. <laughs> alright, um... We got four more here. Wow, we got through this a lot faster than I thought we would. Grave yeah. um, of the Fireflies versus Whisper of the Heart. Um, this isn't going to be that hard for yeah, me. No. Um, not to say that Whisper of the Heart is bad. It's a great movie. Just thinking but, about Grave of the Fireflies. But the importance. Grave <laughs> of the Fireflies just... It's just... I, I, I made a joke with about the pianist earlier, but the pianist is like, you watch that movie only because you know you have to, because mm-hmm. like there's some cruel act, cruel shit done in that movie, right? And it's one of the worst movies I've seen I've seen in a while. Uh, I've seen that recently. That's why I keep referring to it. Uh, and Grave of the Fireflies just. Man, that the pianist has nothing on this movie. Like, <laughs> oh, it, it. It is crushing. Uh, it's it's so hard even calling this like a, a children's movie. I don't know how you do. I, I don't think you can. Yeah. It's just like, it, you can't show a child this movie. They would yeah. not understand it. It's the, I, Yeah. I yeah. got shown that movie in middle school in class. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, wow. you'd have to have some guidance there. Like, yeah. Like, because... It's just not fair. I mean, that's the point, right? It's just like the casualties of war. Yeah, uh, it's just, uh, it and it claims everyone. It doesn't. It doesn't discriminate. You know, it, it's and it's awful. You know, and 
it's just about you know a family who go through go through it as Japan. I think the first World War. No, second. No, one. this is World War Two. Yeah. America f- keeps fucking setting everyone on fire. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which really. which like. God, I it sucks when it sucks when you have someone else point out your own fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just it sucks. That's a, I, I mean, mean I, you know, war is war, but yeah, I, that, no, there's no rules, but uh, it still sucks to. It just doesn't seem like there's any, yeah. any like, any humanity. And that's uh, yeah, yeah. Jeez, it's like. It's it's so weird seeing not weird, I don't think that's a good word, but like it's tough and like different seeing uh the events of World War Two from anything but like an American perspective, right? Because if yeah. this movie was made out here, I don't think it would hit as hard. Mm-hmm. Because this is like this is playing back into what you, you're saying about gaming movies. A lot of them are ingrained in Japanese culture and Japanese history and this is like this is their perspective on it. Yeah. This is like their their telling of what happened, and it's it's rough. Like it's it's so hard seeing that, like from their point of view, and just like seeing how how yeah. much it affected their culture and their history, like their people. Like it's a tough movie to watch. I think it's a super important movie to watch, but it's it's a hard one to get through. Yeah, um, it. Everyone, I think it's one of those movies. Everyone's. Everyone should see at least once. At least once. Know? And then, like, I mean, there's a lot of beyond it. once is hard, but get that one in. Yeah. yeah right. You know, like, uh, I, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of war movies are like that, right? You yeah. Know, I think everyone, there's like, like Chen's list, I think everyone should see once. Yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, anything really kind of horrific that happened during World War Two, any yeah. movie about it, uh, I think people should see because it's just, I wish my you don't people. people. There are still horrors and atrocities that have still really hit. Po- I mean, have you heard about that? Um, the, well, the the Japanese like prison camp, and during World War Two that the just ex- camps and... the the that just experimented on live people. Yeah, it's just like it. It referred to them as logs. You know, it yeah. it was just. You can read a lot of the shit, and it's just just despicable acts of humanity like yeah. I, it's just it's despicable for um, sure yeah war just is just horrible you shouldn't we shouldn't do it <laughs> uh yeah um uh, yeah great the fireflies will move on um it'll it'll face the winner of the incredibles and porco rosso which is what we have we will do next um yeah this is a. Uh, Incredibles, man, what a... This really brought the idea of, um... A vigilante, like... Hero to light, you know? Yeah. With, I think that narrative kind of started in the here, right? The narrative that, you know... People... These the heroes are just trying to help. They're, like, actual vigil... They're just vigilantes, and... We... We shouldn't be helping them. They're, they're gonna fuck off... They're gonna fuck with our insurance and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I, I, I know this idea has been played on before this movie, but I think this this movie really pr- brought it into popular culture. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think Batman movies really... T- I mean, Batman movies, they the police call on them all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's hard to say, like, the, the police don't work with Batman. You know, the 
the government doesn't work with Batman. Yeah, they, See, in this movie, the the narrative is very much the government does not want superheroes. Get the fuck out of here! Like, right. yeah, they don't talk about uh, yeah, like in the Batman movies, they don't talk about how uh, impactful, impacting, impact, whatever, uh, impactful uh, having a superhero is on yeah. like a city or like a culture, and I do like that. The Incredibles does that. Uh, it, it sort of like humanizes vigilantes and like heroes. You yeah, know, like because how this movie has so much to talk to say. Yeah, it is. There's so much underneath the surface that it. it I love the fight that they have uh, when he gets home from the burning building, and oh, they yeah. he he's, she's like, "What the fuck is that?" And they like have a screaming match about like. Like uh, da- Dash's birth, or he's moving from the sixth grade to the seventh grade, right. and it's like, and they're like, he's talking about participation awards, and like the movie is very like red versus blue, all this See, shit, yeah, a lot of this stuff, yeah, yeah, um, and it's, I think there's a lot to talk about and unpacked in this movie, and I I love it, um, because yeah. it's just it ever it just talks about it in very subtle ways, um, yeah, the um, it goes up against Porco Rosso. I don't think this will be much of a match for me. Not to say Porco Rosso is bad, but uh, I don't think it has any of the magic Incredibles has. Ooh, I, I, I'm getting different. I'm getting different uh, I, looks here. Porco Rosso is one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, okay. For sure. Yeah. Um, I like it. I, you know, it's what a ninety-minute movie. I think it's really quick. Yeah. Um, Michael Keaton. It, it, I think it does a really good job of not having to be necessarily a plot-driven movie. It's just a good story that doesn't necessarily have to go anywhere. Yeah. And I think that it does that really well. It's just about the characters and just them going through what they are going through. Yeah, I, I really like uh, uh, Porco. What, well, what's his name? Uh, Marco. Marco. I really like him uh, as a character. He was the only one I ended up really liking throughout uh, by the end of the movie. Um, that and the girl he he likes, but she's not really in it. Um, yeah, uh, I love the the final sequence with the fly the flying sequence at the mm-hmm. end, um, and then they end up fighting for no reason. <laughs> That's just stupid. <laughs> I love that do- that uh dogfight scene it's really cool yeah it's really cool though i miyazaki showing his love for aviation again yeah um yeah i don't yeah no i think the incredibles i don't connect to it like you do i, I connect to the incredibles like you do with this movie right yeah. um i didn't like the incredibles at first when i first watched it either i was like i don't i don't get it <laughs> you know <laughs> but older me has come to really really appreciate it and love it each time yeah. love it more each time you know yeah i think i gotta say the incredibles too because i mean like i said uh i love the first one so much that the second one kind of just didn't live up to it for me which is which was really unfair uh for me to try and put those expectations on it but like i also just grew up with this movie um i saw porco rosso like into adulthood i was like 20 like 19 or 20 when i saw it uh, I still, I really, really love Porco Rosso as well. I think it is, I agree with you. It's a very short, but like, uh, simple movie that knows what it is. Uh, and I don't think like it necessarily has to be a big thing. Uh, but I just feel like The Incredibles, like, I feel like it's, 
it's a very important movie uh, in Pixar's lineage, uh, just as much as Toy Story, I think. Because I think that, I think that um, if we want to see like Toy Story as the start and like Inside Out was kind of like the the Renaissance, I yeah. think The Incredibles was like that kind of midpoint right in there, uh-huh. where like that was their sweet spot, you know. Uh-huh. And then they lost it a little bit after that, but then like they came back with Inside Out. Um, so yeah, I think I have to say The Incredibles, but this is a really tough one for me. Um, yeah, uh, I wanted to ask, uh, Pork, uh, why does he have to be a pig? Well, like, what's the theme there? What's the, what's the thing there? You kind of can think of it as the whole witch curse to the person to turn into a frog for doing something wrong kind of thing. Because it's supposed to be his atoning for being a part of World War One, essentially. Okay. Okay. No, this, I can see that. This I, takes I knew place, there was something like, there, right but in I could build figure... up to World War Two. Okay. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I knew there was something there, but like I couldn't figure it out. But no, that makes sense. I can see that. All right, so, um, Incredibles will go on to face up against Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jeez, really just uh, sent it to his completely death. O- opposite tones. <laughs> um, Wally versus Onward. Oh boy, I feel like I'm gonna. I might have to think about this one for a second. I feel like I'm gonna get like some some dirty looks just from like everyone in the world, but I was not a huge fan of Wally. If I'm being honest, I I I appreciate it. Uh, you're fine. I know. <laughs> I'm just. I see all the red dots on my head already. Like, uh, but no, I appreciate it. I think it's a really good movie. Um, the message is one thousand percent important uh, and very strong. Just you know, don't fuck up the earth. You know, clean up <laughs> yeah. after yourself, right? Uh, Leave so much goddamn trash. <laughs> yeah, please. We can make fucking towers out of it. Right. Uh, but, and I thought it was really cute, and I like Wally. I think he's a very interesting character. But I wasn't like I wasn't like so impressed by it like everyone else, you know, like because a lot of people put Wally as like the best Pixar movie or like one of the best. And I want to watch this right now. The more I think about it, Wally. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know. I don't. I don't have any desire to watch Wally again. If it's on, I'll definitely watch it. Uh, and there's nothing inherently wrong about it. But it's just one of those movies where I, like I saw it a couple times, uh, and I think. I'm good at that point, you know? You can sit back as much as you want. No, you Okay. You can get, just get comfortable if you want. Um, no, I think uh, uh, Wally, I think, is one of their highest rated critic movies. Um, oh, yeah. What I find most impressive about it is just how little dialogue is it in it. Um, That's true. It goes a long way without... A, uh, it goes forever without any dialogue. If there is dialogue, it's like from like... It's like... Um, like ads he comes across or like from the music he's listening to it's never like character to character you know right right um so uh i don't know it's i love um how it's i've had a <laughs> i've had a science fiction argument about how robots will robots can if if they can learn they can feel right mm-hmm. that's that's always been my thing and like wally like he he spends three hundred years fucking collecting trash, and he feels something for this this white thing that shows up, you know. And he's right. just like, you know, he because he, he's learning, you know, what's going on in the world, you right. know. 
his small little brain is like picking up piece by piece over 300 fucking years or whatever. Right. Um, and yeah, he's, uh, he, I, I love him as a character and when, and it's great. The movie's great for the first 15 minutes and then Eve shows up and then it's like, wow, I can't wait to watch more of it. And then another 15 <laughs> minutes goes by and then they're like, wow, and then they take off and you're like, oh my God, what is this going? And dude, the movie's just nonstop. Like it's perfect all the way through. I feel like, um, and it's a, it's very short. I love how short it is. It, it's a very simple story. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how beautiful they make space. Um, I love how beautiful they make that relationship. I love how hilarious Wally is. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. This will be hard to. I think I'm already leaning toward, toward Wally. Uh, over onward. I don't know. What do you got to say, Andrew? Ah, any... uh, you know, I kind of agree with you though. I, I Wally just it had that visual storytelling that you don't oh, yeah. really get with everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, it's really impressive to see them do that with so little dialogue. Um, and it, it had more of a message to it, which I definitely appreciated in that one. And I oh, yeah. don't feel like it was too heavy handed either to take away from the enjoyment of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I no, I, I completely agree. Um, yeah. I think okay. Wally I think Wally goes on. No? You got any um, lasting thoughts? Uh no, you guys are both saying Wally? Over onward? I would yeah. assume, yeah. Okay. Sorry, okay. onward. Uh yeah, no, do you wanna put up some last line of defense for onward? Uh I mean there's not much I can say about it. I love you onward, I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> You made right. it to the second round, and that's all I can really ask for. Like, yeah, was not expecting. That. I, I mean, it, it's our. It, I mean, you went up against Wally. I mean, <laughs> I think Wally's just one of the better Pixar movies in general. All right, Wally will go on. Um, we now are on the last one in round two, um, the Castle of Cagliostro versus Coco. All right. I like Cagliostro a lot. I very much enjoyed that movie. Me too. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what else to say. Uh, Coco. I won a Monsters University win before this, so uh, I ain't got much love for Coco now. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, no, I think Coco's great. Um, I, I, st- I think I'd still pick Castle over Coco. Oh, man, this is tough. Coco is just like... I think I would pick Castle as well. Uh, just looking at this from a non-biased perspective, because a lot of what I love about Coco is very biased. Like I said, there's the whole uh, personal reason behind why I like it. Uh, a lot of the culture uh, is... Uh, it's, it's you know, a culture that I can relate to. Uh, the music absolutely love the music like there's there's songs from this movie that i have on like my spotify that i'll listen to um but a lot of it is very like i said very biased reasons if i'm looking at it from like the idea of like which movie i think is better and like which movie i think people would have a much more fun time watching uh i think castle cagliostro beats over coco yeah um I, I think the the adventure in Cagliostro is just so much more infectious than um, Coco. Like, yeah. I, like I could start 
castle at any at any point and oh, yeah. just like continue watching it because I love watching him just do his thing. Like he's <laughs> yeah. so much fun to watch as a character. Yeah. Um, and he's ridiculously charming and funny. Um, yeah. No, I love his uh, his uh, charisma in that movie. And he. I, so, from what I understand, this is like. This is a Miyazaki movie. Like, well, this is a Ghibli movie, but, like... It's not a Ghibli movie. Is it not a Ghibli movie? No, technically not. But it's a Miyazaki movie. It's Miyazaki as fuck. That's why I included it. Oh, okay, I got you. So it is a Miyazaki movie, but it's not a Ghibli, because the character isn't actually Miyazaki's, right? Like, he's that other... No, Miyazaki... Yeah, the character is Lupin the Third. Yeah, and Lupin the Third is, like, just one of those anime characters, right? They actually changed his character a lot for this movie, like... Because he's got, like, a, a charisma and, like, uh, and the, and the show, he's actually, like, a criminal. Like, he'll steal shit, and he's got no, he's got no, like, cares for anyone else. He, mm-hmm. he doesn't care. Um, but in this one, he kind of, like, does this out of, like, just to need to be a knight, you know, knight in shining armor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not like that normally, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, uh. I, I'm probably going to pick Castle. Uh, you got anything? You know, I haven't actually seen Castle, so I don't have a very good uh, grasp on it, so I sure. can't say one way or another. But I did really, really enjoy Coco. I thought that was... I mean, the music in that is great. The visuals are great. Yes. And it has a very interesting uh, kind of thing. I'm like, do we go over lineage versus happiness mm-hmm. and kind of that whole how do we treat our you know family that's no longer with us and it's it's an interesting story i thought yeah Yeah. um yeah i think coco has more depth to it um uh coco's a movie you definitely are gonna think about when you're watching it in castle is a movie One you, you have enjoy. a lot of fun with. Yeah. yeah. Which is, neither neither way is bad. I think there are... At this two... point, we have to choose which one is better, though. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> thinking about, like, if I were to recommend one of these movies to people first, I don't know, because it also... If, if I've never met the person, I'm like, oh, I'll probably recommend Castle to them, because yeah. Coco's something where, like, you really got to invest yourself into that, and I don't want to just throw people... That's like going, oh, you should you should watch Grave of the Fireflies. Like, just... Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Um, yeah, I'm thinking Wayne and Castle. Yeah? Yeah, I'll lean with you that way. Thanks. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting, right. an interesting matchup next time. All right, what was your choice? Coco? Yeah, because that's the one I've I mean, seen, yeah, I so. guess you haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this round. Uh, I'm going to pause it and uh, figure something out with my colleagues. Hey, this is Richard. I'm just letting you guys know we actually ended the episode there. Uh, it was pretty late when we were recording, and it was I think it was like closing it out around 2 a.m. So I th- we decided to stop it there, and we recorded the rest of it um, the next day. Uh we lost Andrew too, so we. I just decided that we're gonna make this a separate episode. And if we did add the last of it, uh, it would be like three hours at this point. So uh, next episode, we're gonna finish up all of it, and it's gonna be tight.
Um, it's really, it's really fun. This was a lot of fun, and uh, we hope to keep doing more. Um, we're still working on a couple things, but uh, I like it, and uh, I hope you guys too. And thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Thank you.